0: i awesome.
1: Welcome back to the crossover podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is once again sports time as we are talking week seven in the National Football League. Joining me today is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am well, thank you, sir. All right, great to have you with us. Uh, rounding out our trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig?
0: Doing well, thank you. I'm uh, ready to go. Another. Uh, this is a, well. It's not a. It's not a, It's not an amazing week, but we got a couple of really good ones here.
1: Oh yeah, some great ones, and even some of the some of the other ones are going to be. Uh, Funky for uh, ah, just for fun purposes. I think like like Lions Falcons could get at it. Lions quick, Falcons right? might just
0: be fun to watch because it'll be a score. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, bye week teams this week. Uh, Baltimore. Not much to say about those particular individuals, uh, other than. Uh, you know they looked really good last week. Got a got a nice little W, Although that fourth quarter was uh, kind of took their foot off the gas a little there against the Eagles in the fourth quarter, but uh, you know still managed to pick up the victory. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, not much going on there other than uh, Rivers really holding them back. Although that was a solid comeback win against them. That was the that that was the type of win. I'll be honest. When the uh, when the Bengals got up twenty one last week, and the way Rivers has looked the last few days, and they got. Up so fast that I was just like, "Wow, that one is that one was done." How did How did you feel on that one, Craig? When when the Bengals got a twenty-one th- so fast,
0: I thought it was too. I think the underrated plot line of that was that Mixon was banged up, so that's typically the Bengals' clock-killing yes. plan, right? Yes. So we're just going to give it to him, you know. And um w- w- without him being a big part of it, that obviously changed their their game plan a little bit, of course the Bengals' defense had to get some stops, and they didn't get any stops. So I thought uh, I thought they were done for, too, even though that game was uh, relatively early on, but uh, good for Rivers. And the thing with the Colts is, and, and good for them, is they didn't really get too far from the standard game plan, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they didn't say, oh, yeah, no, now we're just chucking it chucking every play. Like, they stayed, and they doing their screen passes, they are doing their their quick slants and things along those lines.
1: Yeah, stayed within themselves and uh, led, led to a lot of good things. But you're, That mixing thing was key, for sure. You're absolutely right there. Um, your boys, Bill, the Minnesota Vikings have a week off. Um, do you feel like your boy Zimmer's on the hot seat there after, uh, after losing to the winless uh, Falcons?
2: I don't know. He's, He's had so much respect over the years. It would be a little hard for me to jump ship this quickly. Um, but man, they've been bad. They've just been horrible. So I, I, I think you got to do something, and you certainly can't change the entire roster. So yeah, I think he's got to be pulling his collar a bit, but I don't think they'll end up firing him unless it continues being this terrible.
0: Here's what I think is going to be what, if if saves is the word, um, I think they went into this year the the way the way they're building the roster. The plan was okay. We're going to be really, really on a corner. We're going to coach those guys up, and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. And and Zimmer's had success coaching young corners before. Um, but when there's no preseason and offseason activities are so incredibly limited, I just think a guy with this lengthy track record of success there firing him in a year where they went in thinking okay we're going to to do a lot of coaching this year we're going to have to make them things happen i just think that's a tough go i think that's a uh, a a tough decision to make so i i would be very surprised if they did that and he's also the thing you have to look at with Zimmer is there's a big difference between him and Bill O'Brien from the perspective of like Mike Zimmer's players would like go through a wall for that guy whereas when Bill O'Brien was fired like basically everyone in the Texans roster was thrilled you know what i mean so i think that how the locker room is going to react to that is, is is something that would change things in a big way. So I just I just don't see that happening. I just remember Anthony Barr's free agency and he turned down more money from the Jets and he says it at a news conference. I just didn't want to play for a coach other than Mike Zimmer. Like, yeah. and 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 you remember like the when when his wife passed away tragically when he was a defensive coordinator of the Bengals and that like really really impacted the guys on that team because they all like cared so much about Mike. He's just a guy that that players connect with. I just think removing that guy in the middle of a season in a in a strange season from that i just i just think it could have a very very negative impact i would be very surprised if that happened
2: yeah. i think it'll depend on the, how well the defense advances though if at the end of the yeah. year they're still allowing 40 points to garbage teams i think you got to be yeah. pretty nervous here oh no I, I,
0: and, and at the end of the season it's a different conversation at the end of the season like you can sort of take stock of things you can sort of see how things went hey what improved what didn't i just think that you know a five-week sample this is a guy who's uh, one uh, playoff games in two different seasons in Minnesota. Uh, I think they made the playoffs uh, three times, and he's there. It's just there's 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 been a track record of of success here, and that's that 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 to me is where you want to look. Plus, I, I I do buy into the argument a little bit that they're just uh, getting a little bit unlucky based on DVOA. Although the game against Atlanta was 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 ugly for the DVOA numbers, that's for sure. Yeah
1: yeah that said we all knew atlanta was going to come out there guns blazing in in that game after having fired dan quinn and they got julio jones back which you know they were missing julio for like basically two and a half weeks there and it just he came back and had like 160 and two that's another one
0: Yeah, yeah he was great that's another one where it's a little bit different whereas like there would have been a lot of guys in the Falcons locker room thinking, wait a minute, why is this guy the coach now? Like, why didn't he get fired in this past off season when they started last season? So now they're doing it. Right, so, like, you get rid of that guy, and the guys in the locker room are like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just think that firing a guy like Mike Zimmer is a very, very different yeah. conversation if you are ownership. And the what, I, what I'll say for the Vikings' ownership and for the Vikings' management is they have not been crazy reactionary. You know, they've been pretty... Um, pretty calm and collected when it comes to decision making. So I just I would just be shocked if it's this year. End of the season if if they if they finish 2 and 14 maybe uh, that that would shock me. I don't I think they're a much better football team than that. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, the, I think that that's a different conversation at the end of the year, but I just don't think it's going to happen during the season.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I think Matt Patricia out of the hot seat the Jets at this point, there's there's no reason to fire Adam Gase, I don't think. I was having the conversation with my brother, who's a Jets fan, who's like, uh, he, he didn't want them to fire Adam Gase because yeah. as as currently constituted, John Trevor Lawrence or not, yeah, as, as currently constituted, Adam Gase is the New York Jets' best asset right now, right? right? Like, and then you just the plan
0: him. is to win zero football games. Yeah. So who else would use your head
1: coach? Exactly. But uh, welcome to the hot seat, Mike McCarthy. I would say, right? Like, uh, good lord, that. Uh, I think Cowboys' performance on Monday night, that, that was...
0: Uh... See, and, and here's the thing. Not only do they have that horrific performance, then you have the players whispering in the media afterwards. Yes. You know, the, the, this coaching staff isn't prepared. This is a situation where we didn't plan for this, we didn't plan for that, which, you know, maybe just players grumbling. Mm-hmm. But then you think to yourself, wait, wait a minute, who was the last coach I heard this about? Oh, I know. Mike McCarthy when he's the head coach of the Green, Green Bay Packers,
1: yeah. <laughs> so and then so, Aaron Rodgers complaining about that. So yeah, yeah, that was
0: Aaron Rodgers complaining like not so subtly publicly. Yeah. So yeah, it, that that's the that's when that becomes a little bit awkward for me. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll monitor that going forward with the Cowboys if they if they. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that game later, but if they put up another stinker uh, this week or they look that bad, I I will go so far as to say with the with the uh, Dallas Cowboys, we probably just watched their worst game of the season on Monday. Um, quite frankly, because I don't know how you can turn in a worse performance than than what we saw. But uh, yeah, it, well, it,
0: here's the thing with the Cowboys, and 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 look, the the, the script has been very very similar throughout mm-hmm. the season. The, in in the first and second quarter, they have a couple of turnovers. Uh, There's, uh, you know, Press got interceptions in there. Dalton didn't have any turnovers until the second half, but in this yeah. case, it was two Elliott fumbles.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and those, I believe those two Elliott fumbles led to 14 Cardinals points that all of a sudden. The
1: first 20. one of which was such a fluke, too, right? The, the second one yeah. was, was was all kinds of terrible, but the first one was. Yeah, the flaky. second one
0: was like, dude, you just fumbled. Why are you holding the ball like that? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's a. Uh, a bit of a tougher one for me, but it's you know they're they're going to have to figure that out, obviously. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, last bye week team, and this is I wanted to bring up the bye week teams because I specifically wanted to talk about um, the Miami Dolphins, uh, the three and three Miami Dolphins, second in the AFC East, Miami Dolphins, who announced yesterday uh, via Adam Schefter that um, when they get back for Week Eight, uh, that Tua. Taglio. I I can never pronounce his last
2: name.
1: a Tua T TT. Double T. I'm going to start calling him. Uh, He is going to be the starting quarterback. Um, To me, that says a couple of things. One, week eight was going to be when he starts, if he was healthy. Like one, it tells me that they think he's healthy enough to go, obviously. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, and I don't think I'm saying anything super intelligent there, but it uh, warrants being said out loud. And uh, the other thing is that I, I, I feel like, regardless of what their record was going into this week seven bye, could have been one and five, could have been six and oh, uh, that when week eight came, they were going to start two up.
0: Well, if you just look at the way Fitzpatrick's played the last two weeks, mm-hmm. it's like it, it's, it's not about the way Fitzpatrick's playing, clearly. Yeah. But, and, and look, and, and Fitzpatrick was pissed off, and I get it. I understand mm-hmm. why Fitzpatrick's pissed off. Mm-hmm. But, he like the, he was he was getting a check this year mm-hmm. to make sure that they had established NFL quarterback in play until Tiger Vailoa was ready. That was that was why he was collecting the paycheck this year. Mm-hmm. So I get that you're pissed off, but guy, this the 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 2020 Miami Dolphins season was not about, hey, let's see if we can finish eight and eight. It's about let's see how good two a Tyga is. Mm-hmm. So th- they've got to go see that. It's 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 the right decision. The bye was perfect timing. Uh, bringing him in there during the blowout win against the Jets was the right thing to do. Uh, you can't extrapolate. Could
2: get to the playoffs though?
0: Could Could he have?
2: Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. I, I think I think I, I'm not
0: going to say no to that. Yeah.
2: Well, here's yeah, the thing. That's, that's why I'd be mad if I'm Fitzpatrick. Like yeah. I, I could have got to the playoffs here, and that looks real good on a resume.
0: Yes. Yes. Now, based on what we saw at the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. if we have 100 percent healthy to a Tiger Iloa. I don't like, obviously from a, you know, a game planning perspective and things like that, this is a bit of a downgrade, but from a talent arm strength, all these things perspective, the dolphins are probably improving a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I I get his argument when he says, if he said like, well, we could have been a playoff team. If you just like, let me have this. I think the dolphins might be thinking to themselves, maybe we're going to be slightly better off with the other guy.
2: That'll depend on how if he can not turn the ball over like, yeah that's the biggest thing for the rookie quarterback.
0: listen uh, to this though week eight home to Saint oh, home to St. Louis Jesus, I'm two places behind uh, week eight home to the Rams yep
1: yeah.
0: week, uh, week nine at Arizona week ten home to the Chargers, week eleven at Denver, week twelve at the Jets week thirteen home to Cincinnati yeah. those are those are football games that you can win if you're the dolphins, I think all yeah, of those no
2: defenses that strike fear into quarterbacks. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, the week eight one's a little bit tough just because of the, the superstar the Rams have, but though know, the rest of the, the rest of the team isn't quite up to snuff based on what we saw the other night. And, uh, Kyle Shanahan just had a brilliant game plan as far as keeping Aaron Donald out of his hair. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, you're right. That, uh, uh, it's a run of of not great defenses or at the very least defenses that uh you know are not super fearsome as far as this incredible pass rush goes and things along those lines and just I, I think they could win all those games and let's just say over that span of uh what is it one, two, three, four, five, six games if they go four and two all of a sudden you've got a seven and uh seven and five dolphins team going down the stretch. If they go five and one. And you've got an eight and four Dolphins team with the new playoff format where there's seven teams that get in. The Dolphins are probably going to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Be good. And let, let's not forget a couple of things. One, tank for Tua was a thing before that hip injury, right? Like, as, like yep. we talk about tanking for, for Lawrence and tanking for, for, uh, for Burrow. It was tank for Tua. Mm-hmm. Before yep. before it was tanked for he was he
0: was the best prospect coming into the year, and I think there would have been I, I think Burrow still would have gone first, mm. but if Tiger Viola didn't hurt his hip, mm-hmm. he, a he easily goes second in the draft, yeah. and there would have been one hell of an argument as to which of the two of them should have gone first.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and the, the other thing I want to remind people is that. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is good for about six performances, good performances a season before it starts getting ugly, you know? So maybe maybe they... they dolphins dolphins
0: used, had used their share already.
1: Maybe they squeezed the, the juice out of that orange and now they're just throwing away the pulp. Although I like pulp, but I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe they're making the right decision on Ryan Fitzpatrick here before they got south. Maybe they don't feel I, like temperature. I am, straight, a, I
0: am against know? pulp, we'll say.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind it. Um... <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about week six. Uh, First up, a bit of a barn burner on Thursday night. Uh, The New York Giants coming off their first uh, win of the season are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are minus four and a half. Eagles are favorite. Wowza. Um, And by more than a field goal. Uh, We have, this will be the time where I guess we discuss the first of two um going for it uh with the game on the line scenarios this week. Uh one was the Giants got their first win based on the strength of um uh, Ron Rivera going for it for two and then missing, and then they ended up winning by two at the end of the game. Uh first off, I would like to applaud Ron Rivera for that decision because we that game didn't need we didn't need to see overtime between those two particular teams. <laughs> but I will say I, I am I am a guy who who's more in favor of always going for it. I hate kickers. I hate everything that they're about. And the less we use the kickers in the football game, I'm all for it. I will say that was one of those scenarios, though, where I was like, you know, I think Ron could have kicked that one, you know? Because, like, you know, putting, putting, uh, if, if my choice is, like, coin flip, it's it's usually, hey, go for it. But if the coin flip is, oh, Daniel Jones gets the ball and my defense is pretty good, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, That's I like one where I at least think about it for half a second.
0: I like it from two perspectives. One, yeah. if you're the Washington football team, who cares how many games you win this year? Precisely, yeah. Two, uh, I like the message it sends to the players and the team is, hey, we're making the, the, the big gutsy calls here. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. You know what I, mean? I like that part of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's Riverboat Ron. He's always going to do that. And it, and it is the thing. And, and, and I want to get into.
0: Mathem- like Mathematically. Yeah. I know that, you know, Jones is not playing particularly well, but I, I still think that the math, if you think that you're going to convert more than half the time, mm-hmm. you go for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: I mean, if, if you're scoring to tie it up, I'd rather kick one for sure, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of
2: times where I, even if you think you're an 80% chance of getting for two, you still take your one.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm usually... I just, yeah, the goal if
0: for you don't care whether you win or lose, though...
1: Yeah, that's true. I
0: shouldn't say they don't even care whether they win or lose. They'd probably rather lose.
1: Yeah. And if they <laughs> so, win, they look good doing it. And then if they lose, they can say, oh, well... If <laughs>
0: rallying thing like look i did this big thing i made the big bet i mm-hmm. bet on this team we want to gain you know in the locker room everyone's having a good time afterwards mm-hmm. if you lose then hey you know we, we were aggressive and we, we we tried for it we went for it let's be let's let us let us let us keep it up let's let's keep that aggression the rest of the year i just that think that if, if, if you're fighting for a playoff spot that different that that decision is different than if you're in a complete rebuild like washington is
2: mm-hmm. but you're betting against your defense as much as you're betting on your offense in that scenario
0: I see that to a point but what I would say is because yeah you are keeping them off the field as far as yeah we don't think that you're going to be able to get a stop in overtime I just think that we're betting on our offensive playmakers to make plays. I think that that sends a bigger message to the locker room, than we're going to see if our defense can get the ball back. And then we're going to see if our offense can get in position to score. You know what I mean? I just, I just, I just like letting it come down to that one play better. Again, if this was a team that knew they were going to be right in the thick of it for card spot at the end of the year, maybe it's a different conversation, but I, I don't think they believe that. Maybe they think they can win the NFC East title, but they're certainly not winning a wild card. No, <laughs>
1: Uh, the Eagles are playing the Giants. The Eagles will not have Miles Sanders or Zach Ertz for this game, adding to the laundry list of injuries in their lineup. It is getting depressing. Uh, Eagles minus four and a half point favorites against the Giants. Bill, where are you on this one?
2: I really don't like giving points to the Eagles, especially with the injury situation they're in. But I just, I think the Giants are horrible. Um, so I, I, I'm taking the Eagles here. Uh, I think the Giants being away on a short week, um, they were already struggling. I I think we're going to see a real bad Giants performance
1: here, so give me the Eagles. Anything to add on this one, Craig?
0: Yeah, I'm about in the same spot when it comes to the Eagles. I know that they're banged up. I understand that. I just think that they're better and it's a short week, like Bill said, and I know that there's not going to be Ertz. I know there's not going to be Miles Sanders. I think that Boston Scott is not necessarily a huge drawback uh, compared to Miles Sanders. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the uh, I'll take the New York Giants here. I mean, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, I should say, even with the minus four and a half points. Just give me the home team on Thursday. Yeah.
1: Teams with uh, they're 30 and 31st in DVOA, respectively. And I'll just say it kind of sucks having the Scott Hansen game of the week on, on primetime on Thursday night. Um, That's
0: the second time we've said that this year, because the Denver and the Jets game was probably also the Scott Hansen yeah. game. Yeah, although
1: that one was weirdly entertaining. So that uh, one like that. perhaps I'm speaking too soon on this one. Um, let's head to Sunday night and right off the hop, boys. Uh, the marquee matchup of the week easily. I don't even think it's close for the one o'clock slate. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers head into Tennessee to take on the undefeated Titans coming off a huge, crazy victory over the Houston Texans. I want to talk about the Texans and their two point decision, but we'll save that for when we're discussing the Texans game. Um, this line has already seen some significant movement. This line opened up at Steelers, uh, minus two, and it is now Titans minus one. Uh, earlier this earlier this afternoon, actually, it was Steelers minus one. So uh, some a lot of money came in today on the Tennessee Titans when they were getting plus one. I had a bunch of tickets with the Steelers on minus two. I'm so obviously I'm thrilled because I'm loving the Steelers. I like the Steelers plus one. I think this is going to be a very good football game. But ultimately, I think I, I think the Steelers are uh, going to be the the better team when this is all said and done. Where are you on this one, Craig? Titans currently minus one.
0: I want Titans. Okay. And I just I just think that they're at home. I think these are both really good teams. The only reason I'm concerned about that mm-hmm. is I think the Taylor Lewan injury is an important one for Tennessee.
1: Yes, very big.
0: And he is obviously a big part of what they do. I still like the rest of the offensive infrastructure, though. And I think the defense, as much as they, they struggled against Houston, I think that we're seeing some signs of improvement there. So I I, I kind of like the Titans in this football game.
1: I am just more. But I don't like,
0: love it. It's not going to be one of my five, to be
1: yeah, clear. This is going to be one of my five. I'm, I'm I'm taking the Steelers. I just think I just think I th- I feel like the public sentiment is going to be on the t- on the Titans, and I think that's why the line the money is moving actually right now. I don't think this is sharp money coming. I'm gonna double check that after because I just I didn't notice this till after the podcast because it can't or before we started because it was a bit of a shock to me when I read this line. So I'm going to have to double check where the money's coming in. Um, as far as the Titans, I just think when it comes down to it, these are two teams, this is going to be a good game, but only one of these teams has a good defense and it's the Pittsburgh Steelers who are second in DVOA as far as defense. And now I know they lost. Uh, oh God. Who's the, What's the name of the linebacker? was really good that they, that they lost. Uh, they
0: lost Devin Bush.
1: That was Devin Bush. Thank you. Um, De- so Devin Bush will hurt them, but as you suggested, the left tackle that Tennessee is, is missing is going to, this is just going to be such a good game. I'm going to want a little bit of money on it. And I just, I, I think it's the Steelers. I just, it, uh, uh, the Titans games of wins have been a little bit fluky the, the last couple of weeks. I'll say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Steelers are just figuring things out. And as we've, uh, specifically you, Craig, have mentioned, they just have create a player going for the wide receivers and they get it going like, like Juju Smith Schuster is an afterthought on this freaking team right now.
0: He's a free Asian at the end of the year, and everyone's like, "Oh, are they going to pay Juju? Are they going to pay Juju? Nope. No, are you
1: doing? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Someone else
0: will pay Juju, and Juju is going to go someplace else and be successful, I think. Yeah, but if you, you can just like magically create Chase Claypool and mm-hmm. Canadian create, you boy know, Tate Johnson, and like yes, then okay, then why do you have to pay receivers ever?
1: Uh, Titans currently my, currently minus one. Where are you on this one, Bill?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking Titans. I, I think there's going to be some por- some points here, more than you might think. I, I think we're going to see some scoring back and forth, just because Titans have a bit of a soft defense. Uh, but they have a great offense. So I think when it comes down to it, and you're going left, right, I think Tennessee has the better offense, and they're going to end up on top.
1: Okay. Uh, so you two are on the Titans. I'm taking the Steelers. But uh, it should be a good football game, man. Uh Definitely. Next up, the Detroit Lions are heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Both teams coming off wins. Atlanta getting their first win, unfortunately against uh, Bills. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Falcons are minus two and a half right now uh, against the Lions. Um, last week, I, I, I suggested everybody uh, take the Falcons uh, getting four against the Vikings for the uh, uh, for the the, the coach fired bump. And uh, boy, howdy, did that come through Mm -hmm. Uh, this week? I'm back in the Falcons again, even though it's against my Detroit Lions. I I just think the Falcons, um, uh, I, I just think the Falcons, unlike the Texans, were re- actually, no, that that's not a good enough. I just, that's, that's not good. Cause the Texans probably stuff probably applies to the Falcons too. I, I just think that the Falcons are going to get humming a little bit here. And the, the Detroit Lions defense is not good. And I think they'll, I think this will be a high scoring affair and Vegas is with me because the over-under is 55 and a half gentlemen. Uh, so uh, they're thinking there's going to be some scoring. The Lions will be able to move the ball, but ultimately I think they'll just lose this game to the Falcons. Cause I think the Falcons just have too many weapons and the Lions Uh, defense isn't good. Where are you on this one, Craig Falcons minus two and a half.
0: Uh, Yeah, I am going to take the Falcons. I just think maybe they've, uh, they've turned things around a, a little bit here. They're at home. Um, I, I I bet against the Lions last week. I'm going to do it again this week. I mm-hmm. I I feel as though eventually I'll be rewarded. So yeah, give me the Falcons.
1: Yeah, and that's that's another thing. The Lions aren't getting back to back road wins, right? And the, and the, the Lions ro- the Lions had a road win where they won by more than a score, and it was like what was it? Their first time in like I don't know 18 wins or something like that, where they actually won by more than a score or something for the Detroit Lions. It was on the road. Now it was in Jacksonville, but still counts, right? Like because teams go to Florida and and Fuck up all the time. So it's crazy to see the Lions actually kind of get a win against one of those forward teams. Uh, Falcons minus two and a half against my Lions. How do you feel, Bill?
2: Falcons. I I think there's something unifying uh, and motivating about, you know, the the coach leaving, you come out, you get a win against, you know, maybe they're struggling, but they're a decent team on paper, Minnesota. Um I, I think it's going to give them a little energy and you're going to see the the offense come out and maybe see Matty Ice start mm-hmm. throwing some darts here.
1: Oh, he was really good last week. Um
0: yep. yeah, that one the last play that he had when he was like, you know, scrambling around in the pocket and yes. he stops at for the line of scrimmage and does a little flip to Julio and Julio scores. It looked like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that was what like 38-year-old Matt Ryan or however old he is now. Yeah,
1: that yeah, that was what yeah, that was when uh I was like, okay, this team's back. When they were pulling that that type of crap off I was like okay 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 where the Falcons might be back here and like I think the Falcons might go on a little bit of a run here but I, I don't think it's going to be like on a run to a playoff spot because they're one in five right now, but I can see them going on a run and like finishing the season, like eight and eight or seven and nine or something like that. Like I, have I, I
0: seen Falcon season before, hasn't this happened before where they start like two and six and finished eight and eight. Like I've, I've like been, that, so yeah. there's been like three Atlanta seasons like that in the Matt Ryan era. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, by the way, uh, I should have known this is 35 years old. He's, he's a month younger than I am.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. Um, Next up, the Cleveland Browns uh, and the not ready for primetime players, as uh, the Steelers uh, certainly let us know that last week with the, like
0: that, yeah, that was a, that was very much a, no, we're actually still, uh, we're still in charge around here type of game.
1: This one's for miles, you guys. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? Kareem Hunt. Going, I, did not,
0: I did not see that, and Kareem I'm glad Hunt I had
1: a, had a uh, Kareem Hunt had a whole, like, let's fire everybody up thing, and he was like, this one's for miles, <laughs> and it was like, first off. Miles was the guy who tried to kill someone with a helmet. <laughs> like, so it's not like he's the sympathetic figure in this scenario where it's like, let's go, this one's for him, right? And he went out there and the game was over by the end of the first quarter. And I was just like, ah, classic Browns. Um, yeah, they're just not ready for prime time yet, I don't think. And then like Odell Beckham basically thinks the coronavirus can't hurt him this week. And then he got <laughs> suspended from LSU for paying players and stuff. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, uh, get, it, get it. Anyway, they're heading into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, uh, who had a crazy game between each other in week one. And, um, yeah, just a lot of good stuff going on there. The Bengals, uh, that was the game where Joe Burrow threw the ball 61 times. It should be a bit of a shootout. Over-unders 51 and a half. Browns minus three on the road in Cincinnati. Bill, where are you on this one?
2: Taking, uh, I'm taking Cincinnati here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Browns are not a great 4-2. Um, so I'd rather have a few points. Give me the points. I think it'll be close enough.
1: Uh, Craig, uh, Browns getting three on the road. What do you think?
0: This is a tough one for me. I am going to... Uh... I'm going to say the Browns, but I don't love it.
1: I, th- I think so, too. I'm with you on that one, Craig. i, I probably like it a little bit more than you, but I, I, I ultimately the Browns are a better team, aren't they? But I don't think we can bet this one as of us having this conversation because I need to know if Baker Mayfield's playing in this game or not. Baker is really making it difficult, I think, right now. Like, is is he... We're dangerously close to saying: Is this team better off with Case Keenum under center soon? Case Keenum, who's won a playoff game. Case Keenum, who won a playoff game for Bills, Minnesota Vikings. Um,
0: yeah, was, it was a blowout, wasn't it?
1: Oh, oh. no, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: <but laughs> no, it actually, it was pretty close,
1: and it kind of some weird stuff had to happen. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> there may have been a miracle of some scenario, but it still counts, right? Like, oh,
0: well, he played even without the digsing, He played more than well enough to win that game. Yeah, that's, that's sure.
1: true. Um. Yeah, I just we're 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 a couple of moments away from from hey should Case Catum be under center for the Browns is, is all I'm saying but uh, I think the Browns is the uh, is the spot here but uh, I'm not sure I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Browns but I want to wait till it's closer to game time to see if Baker's playing if Baker's playing I'll probably I'll probably take the Browns um yeah anyway moving on uh the Carolina Panthers are heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints the Saints minus seven and a half you guys. This is an easy one, I think. Uh, Craig, where are, you are, where are you on the Saints getting seven and a half? Uh,
0: that's that's a lot. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers.
1: I could not agree more. right? Yeah, yes, I just think seven and a half is uh, a, a little point much. point is, is the half-point yeah. hook you're getting there. I, I and now
0: all of a sudden, Mike Thomas is on the injury report. Yes. And I don't know, like the, the, the whole Michael Thomas situation has become weird obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's obviously a big part of their offense. So uh, yeah, no, I would uh, if, 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 I, if you're gonna give me a touchdown to better the Panthers, I will uh, I will happily receive the touchdown. The only thing I would have in my mind here is the Saints know Teddy pretty well.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, do they? like. <laughs> I don't know. He's, exactly he's there for of, two years. That's true. He was there for for uh, for, for yeah. Years.
2: I think we all got a good handle on Teddy Bridgewater though. Short <laughs> yeah. completion, is very accurate. You know, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Like, yeah,
1: yeah
0: that's fair. Um, but no, yeah, no. I'll definitely take the Panthers in this game. I think the Panthers could just win this game outright. I feel I, like a touch too much. I do too. Much. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't get the seven and a half. I, I truly don't. Um, and like the Panthers' defense, I realize the DVOA rankings have them like middle of the pack right now, but their defense is is they're better. It's better than people are giving them credit for. I thought
0: I thought their defense was going to be horrific, and it's yeah. it's 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 like slightly below average.
1: Yeah, which is and
0: there's a very very large difference between those two things.
1: mm mm-hmm. Completely agree. Uh Saints minus seven and a half. Bill, where are you?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the points and the, the Panthers here the, you asked me this question two years ago, um, mm-hmm. with Drew Brees and, um, I have no problem laying the hook points, Yeah, uh, but you, he just isn't, he, they're not going to go out there and he's going to score 40 points anymore. That's just not the team that they are. They might still win this game. Um, but I'll take Carolina and the points here.
0: When it comes to the importance of offensive players in the Saints, Brees is clearly third, like by a significant margin.
1: Yeah.
0: Like. By a lot, um, so yeah, I will. Uh, I will take the Panthers. I think that they will, at the very least, keep this game close.
1: Yeah, that Mike Thomas. thing. Really,
0: really and, and they were they much. were a DJ Moore player two away from 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 tying the game this past week. I really thought they were going to beat the Bears. By the way, this Bears team pisses me off.
1: Oh, they're uh, so annoying, aren't they? But the yeah. defense, the defense is they're, they're the they're the good luck team, and somehow the sharps nailed that before the season started. I don't, I don't. The sharps were the ones screaming. You gotta take the bears, you gotta take the bears, and they're gonna end up being right, but I don't know. Like I I realize the Sharps are a million times smarter than me and they've got their algorithms that say take the bears, but this is this is a an unprecedented streak of luck. I don't know I don't know if the sharps should be spiking the football as as, as, no, if, as they have. If I had right? told
0: you for the season that they have already switched from fools to Trubisky. Uh, yeah. from Trubisky Fools rather and the offense is sitting where in dvoa it's 26th. it's it's 26th mm-hmm. if i had told you before the season they've already switched to risky to fools and they're 26 in offensive dvoa you're thinking well okay maybe the defense carries them and they're what two and three yeah. or two and yeah uh two and three two and four may, maybe three and three. Mm-hmm. Oh no no they're five and one it yeah. just it's it's dumb the whole thing is dumb <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird, but, you know, it, it, this happens once a year. So uh, there's always the good luck team, and tag the Bills yeah. are it this year. So good for them. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills, uh, coming off of two very bad performances, including a vintage uh, 2019 Josh Allen performance against the Chiefs last week uh, or on Monday night. Uh, short, Kind of short rest for the Bills uh, after that rainy game with the Chiefs on Monday. Uh, they head to, new, to the Meadowlands to take on the Nye Jets, uh, the Bills are laying thirteen points on the road, you guys. Um, and I'm here to say, I'm laying thirteen points <laughs> this week. Uh, the Bills lost two in a row; they're extremely pissed off. I think Josh Allen gets back on track, and the Jets are just atrocious. And if Joe Flacco plays in this game, I'm I'm thirteen might not be enough. Uh, Bill, worry on this one. Bills giving up thirteen on the road.
2: How many How many pick sixes have the Jets coughed up this year? Like I feel like Too many. not really. I, I feel like there's just so many turnovers. I guess it's just a lot of short fields. Uh, I this is one team that I have no problem betting against. Uh, Thirteen points, sure. I'd take sixteen with Buffalo. The Jets are just horrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, Jet, I got to go with Bills here.
0: Thirty first in uh, offensive DVOA, twenty fourth in defense, thirtieth in special teams. It's a bad team. Very bad it's a
1: team. Bad team. Uh, what was it? Aaron Schatz this week was on Twitter, one you know, giving out because uh, people were obviously asking him, "Is this Jets team the worst team we've ever had by DVOA?" And then he was having to go way back and was saying like, uh, "Not so far there, like it's recency bias, but they're about like the seventh worst team through six weeks apparently that that has ever existed." And apparently, number one was like the nineteen ninety one Colts or some garbage, right? But uh, you know, the Jets have a chance to. Be declared the worst, uh, the worst DVOA team of all time. Um,
0: I will say this: if if if, if they manage to lose the next ten in a row, yeah, I'd have I'd comfortably call them worse than the zero sixteen Lions.
1: They they are the like the the zero sixteen Lions actually are like weirdly, you know, I, I'm using air quotes here, but they're weirdly favored by DVOA because. That Lions team, that 0-16 Lions team got monstrously unlucky that year. They lost, like, nine of the 16 games. Nine of them were, like, one-score games, including, like, yeah. a, a game to the the,
0: the... the famous Dan Orlowski stepping on the back of the end, the end zone, zone against games.
1: Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. The final score of that game was, like, a, was like 11-3 to or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah. It, like, they, they got weirdly unlucky. The The... The uh, Cleveland Browns team that went 0 and 16, they they were worse than the 0 and 16 Lions, which I realize that's you know faint praise at, at most, but like, whatever. Um, this Jets team,
0: this, this Jets team might be worse than them.
1: Th- I think I think they are. Uh, this Jets team 0 and 0 and six record 0 and six against the spread with high oh. lines too. Almost seems yeah. impossible.
0: Yeah, that's 0 and six against the spread. Yeah. Well, let's make it 0 and seven because I think yeah. they're going to be one. The bills are gonna be one this week.
1: The uh, the I think the record for for most weeks not, not even covering is uh, 0 and 8. So I wonder I wonder if the I wonder if the 2020 New York Jets can can break because like they they've got like the Jets at some point have got to start getting if this keeps up they got to start getting those three touchdowns. Uh, may I, points, may right?
0: I tell you what the what where what the New York Jets are doing next week?
1: Uh, I is it the Patriots or? They are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Lord. So maybe that's the three touchdowns. game. Good. That,
0: that, might be, that might be 21, right? If, yeah. if, if the Chiefs get blown out this week, is that 21?
1: Uh, it'll depend how the Chiefs look against the Broncos on the road after the Broncos clammed up the uh, New England Patriots. Yeah. But, but I'd like, it. there's no way, as of right now, regardless regardless of what this week is, like the Jets might beat the Bills. Like, let's say the Jets beat the Bills. Let's live in that world.
0: I don't want to. If
1: the Jets beat the if the Jets beat the Bills, I think that at, at minimum the line like like it, that would be their best that would be the way they look the best going into next week, right? Is if they yeah. somehow beat the Bills. The Chiefs are still have to be at minimum minus 17, I think. That's yeah, at, I, that's at minimum. Yeah, and uh, and if you they, just can't be
0: like, "Oh yeah, I'll know, I'll take uh... I think that Adam Gase can keep it close against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. It just you can't have that conversation.
1: No, it, it might just yeah it might just end that up wise, being though. yeah it might just end up being Chiefs minus twenty one. We might see the three touchdown score. Haven't seen that in a while, but we might get there. Anyway, moving on to a much better game. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are heading to Washington to take on the football team. Craig, if you would please.
0: Scott Hansen, do not show this game.
1: Oh my God, it's so bad. Um. This game is currently a Beckham. <laughs> Basically, if two NFC East teams are playing each other, it's gonna be the Scott Hansen game. I don't. know. I don't, yeah, no, I think we're at that it, point.
0: Right? Like here's like this game wouldn't have been the Scott Hansen game, obviously, if it was two weeks ago, because you're like, oh well, at least Dak Prescott. Like that's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, now and it's not t-
1: the football team does some fun stuff. I got to say like Rob yeah. Rivera in there and they're not a doormat.
0: Like they're, no. they're, they're like, they're, they're like, you know, they, they, if you look at the record, it's like, it's not dissimilar to the jets and it's not dissimilar to the giants, but the, 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 the Washington football team is at least com- like they're bad, but competitive. You know yeah. what I mean? And
1: they got some guys Whereas, you want to see play like McKissick's good and Chase Young and, and yep. like Kyle Allen's kind of a dump off specialist, but you know, he's more fun to watch than friggin' Daniel Jones. Right. For God's sake. Um, yeah. I will say this, Dalton we, 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 Dalton in prime time for his entire career has been bad. Andy Dalton, even in 2020, is not as bad as what we saw on Monday night. And I'll go so far as to say, I'll, I'll, I'll make this a statement, Andy Dalton, because I don't think it's physically possible, quite frankly, Andy Dalton will not play a worse game for the rest of the season than he did on Monday.
0: Um. Yes. I think that's I think that's pretty fair to say.
1: Zeke Elliott, um, hopefully he doesn't have the yips, but him putting the ball on the ground two times I think that was a mark of I think that was more of a mark of I got to do everything in this game because Dak's out, so I got I got to start. So I think he was trying to do a little bit too much, and because like the, the first one he had was so fluky, it was a broken play. He was standing there by himself. Dalton was about to get tackled. Dalton flipped it to him and he tried to take it yeah. up field. And the one guy on the on the Cardinals just made an amazing diving punch on the ball and the ball came out.
2: I yeah. sec- secured it a bit quicker, but that could have happened to any running back in the league at any given moment.
1: Exactly. I didn't I didn't think that one was necessarily on Zeke. Now the second fumble was definitely him inside of his own head and just wasn't securing it uh, a little bit too well there. Um, the Washington football team, the de- defense is actually somewhat decent. They're 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 not terrible. They're seventh in, D, seventh in DVOA, um, but the way I, hilariously enough, they're great against the pass, not great against the rush. But man, Chase Young has got to be licking his chops going off You looking at this Cowboys uh, offensive line, right? Who just keep dropping like flies. Um, this game is a pick 'em. Uh, where are you on this one, Bill?
2: I think I like. Dallas here. I, I'm. I didn't love what I saw out of Dalton, but at the same time, I think they will get this figured out. I think um, they're going to end up being a mediocre team, not a not a great team, but mediocre, and that's good enough to beat the Washington Football Club. So give me Dallas. Uh,
1: Cowboys f- uh, football team. Pick them. Who you got, Craig?
0: <sighs> I'm going to take the Cowboys. Yeah, I think so. Too. I think th- you know the, the, the obviously what happened against Arizona was a damn disaster. It
1: was just a no-win game, right? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, just everything went against them. I think that what's going to happen here is the Cowboys, despite if you look at the rest of the schedule, and let's just do that as a as as, as a collective right now. Yeah, they. I, I think they're probably going to still wind up finishing like nine and seven or something and eight and eight. And if it's like nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine, mm-hmm. that's enough. Like that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that that's all you need. But if you look at what they've got coming up here, they got Washington football team, Philadelphia. Now this one's awkward, uh, uh, home to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're off. Then they've got at Minnesota, Washington football team at Baltimore, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia. The giants is yeah. the rest of the way here. Like you know they're two and four now, but they they get to nine and seven eight and eight with that schedule, right
1: yeah, I think so too. Just you know just tighten things up, play a little football right you know that, that that's all it is get back to football being fun, I think I, I know Dak got hurt and it's all depressing and shit right now, which just and well, know. and the other
0: thing here's the, th- the other thing that's depressing and when when Bill was over at my place the other night we were watching the game mm-hmm. uh part of the problem is uh Frederick retires, Collins gets hurt, Smith gets hurt, yeah. and Martin gets hurt.
1: Yeah, it's just the like offense. That's, the, yeah, that's two, that's a big that's a big thing. Yeah, two years ago they had the best offensive line in the league, and right now I'm like they're about to call one they're of playing us. Back, they're playing. <laughs> they're <laughs> playing
0: backups. They're playing backups at almost every position. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a very, very big difference. Now, you know, Dak was able to, was skilled enough that they were able to sort of figure some things out uh, late in games. But still, they're able to figure some things out. We'll see if uh, uh, they can scheme up some stuff. But it's, a, it, it's an ugly situation right now. But the crazy thing is, they're probably still going to be hosting a playoff game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this season they're probably still going to be hosting a playoff game. And what, what, what do you think? Like, just hypothetically, mm-hmm. if the playoffs started today, they'd be hosting the Green Bay Packers in round one of the playoffs. Oh, What's good that? Lord.
1: One? <laughs> good lord, um,
0: Packers Cowboys. It's like the '90s NFL on Fox. It'll yeah. be terrible. That's got to be uh, Packers
1: minus ten. I would think that would have like to that. be. That, that could be in ten,
0: right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's more than a touchdown. It's more than mm-hmm. a touchdown. Sure. in doubt. Anyway, uh, I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. I have a feeling that the Bears are not going to be first in the NFC North at the end of the season. I Mm. think it's going to be the Packers. But still, the idea of the Packers having to go to Dallas in round one of the playoffs is pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, One last thing I want to mention about this game before we move on. The over-under, 46.
0: That's lower than I I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, I don't suggest the over too much on this podcast, but that seems a little low to me for these two teams that can... Theoretically, move the football a little bit, and, and well, here's why:
0: the Cowboys are going to be able to move the football, I think. Yeah, but as you know, the Cowboys are unlikely to stop anyone else from moving the
1: football. Mm-hmm. So,
0: just, yeah, it doesn't really matter who the offense on you know, the other side of the field. Yeah, I, I think with, I, Tyler, I, Tyler Murray well, to talk about him very quickly. I know we're talking about the Cardinals in, in, in a couple games here, mm-hmm. but he was like.
1: That was one the, of the, the weirdest lines I've ever seen. That like was it. Was a lines. weird line.
0: It was a very weird stat line, and it was a situation where he had some incredible throws and incredible plays, and he had some easy ones that he just flat missed. Yeah. Like he missed Hopkins wide open multiple times.
1: Yeah, that it, it was a weird because his, his final line was like like he had like forty fantasy points or something, and then you look at his stat line, and it was like. Nine for twenty-four or something like that, right? Oh, like, nope.
0: Eighty-yarder to Kirk. Yeah, You, you, yeah. you, you get eighty-yarder to Kirk. You have some. Uh, you have some running plays, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you rack up some numbers. But uh, and look, he, he played he played well. They yeah. uh, they they scored a lot of points. That's that's, that's mm-hmm. good. That's what you want to do. Um, but it was just a, a weird game where that like the the Cardinals scored thirty-eight, and they. Like, I know they had the two big, long, massive plays, but the Cardinals scored 38 and they left some stuff out there.
2: Yeah, I know, but that play wasn't good enough to beat Seattle. Let's leave it at that for now.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, All right, moving on from this one. Uh, Next up, the Green Bay Packers are heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Before we actually get into the minutia of this game, I promised that we would talk about the Texans, who made the second of two... Uh, game winning or at least attempted game winning two point conversions. This one was a little weirder because they were up by seven, so by going for I the, it. I I I did too, and I liked it. Like okay, because if you're the if
0: you're the Houston Texans, you're the twenty twenty Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Let's just decide this game by getting a two point conversion right now. Let's not leave this in the hands of our defense, and they, if they have to get a two point conversion. They can't stop anybody, and you know the Titan- the Tennessee Titans have Derrick Henry. If they run a pitch to the outside, even if you like, even if they tell you, oh yeah, it's a pitch to the outside, you may not be able to tackle Derrick Henry in two yards. He's a very very difficult man to bring to the ground. That's the point of Derrick Henry. So. I, I the, the idea that, well, they, they would have had to get their own two-point conversion. I don't care. Win the game right then and there. Yeah. Because that was another game, too, where you had to get the feeling that if overtime exists whoever wins the toss is winning
1: absolutely couldn't agree more. and you
0: see the very gifable moment and this is why i think the nfl needs to alter the, the rules over time i know they won't but this is why i think they need to do it the very gifable moment of when watson sort of sees what the what the coin lands on it's kind of rolls his eyes and walks away because mm-hmm. he probably sink into his head fuck we just lost
1: yeah oh it absolutely right? was i i like the overtime rules the way they are now and i think this is the best thing we're going to get for the nfl i i realize it like because i mean it 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 can't go back to sudden death where it's like first team to kick yeah. a field goal loses or whatever it's done. But I mean, I'm
0: saying, can you guarantee both teams a possession? I don't, goal...
1: You can't do that in the NFL. There's too much goddamn money on the line for, for, like you can't have it ending up like college games where it goes to overtime at 2020 and then the game finishes like 42 to like 48. But or whatever. here's the thing
0: though. If you, you know, I, I know that the, from college perspective because you get two possessions and you start at the 25, but yeah. that's something that happens all the time. All I'm saying is, you know how right now if you kick a field goal and then that would end the game
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that doesn't end the game on the first drive what if a touchdown doesn't end the game on the first drive what if you have to kick off and stop them
1: I guess maybe the I, most, I, I...
0: most I guess I guess technically the most points you're getting in, uh, in overtime you can still get 20 points in overtime for two mm-hmm. teams I understand that uh, but because right you're now still it's
2: where, like if, if you get a touchdown and then you come back and get another touchdown you're forced to go for two and then the game's over at that yeah. moment right
1: there yeah, you could try the NFL thing they never got to do, which it was basically the NFL, like the football version of a shootout, where each team gets five chances from the two-yard line. <laughs> whoever, right, that whoever, actually
0: would be super cool. Whoever, man.
1: whoever whoever converts the most, right? Like,
0: <laughs> and that would be super cool because you could
1: have both sets of, of teams on the on the uh, each side of the field, um, too. Opposite right? Opposite end of the field. Yeah. Okay,
0: now it's their turn. Now it's our turn. Now yeah. it's that would be super cool, man. That, I'm so glad that the Rock is bringing back the XFL because yeah, I that know. would fun to watch. Yeah, uh, no
1: XFL games went to overtime the, last year, and then obviously the season got shut down early because of COVID, yeah. so we never got to see it. But uh, they they were gonna that was gonna be their move. And for all the faults of this XFL and the original XFL, they've tried some shit that has worked, right? Man,
0: yeah. I would like that. That would be crazy gimmicky. I understand it. Yeah. But I think I might like that slightly better than well, you lost a coin flip, well you lose. Yeah. Like and, and the one that, that, that sticks out to me, well there's two and they both w- led to Tom Brady Super Bowls. Uh, the Atlanta New England Super Bowl uh, when that game when that goes to overtime when the Patriots win the toss, you're like okay we're done here. Oh, if Atlanta geez. won the toss, you might have you may not have thought that, but as soon as the Patriots won the toss, you're like well that's the end of this Super Bowl.
1: Yeah that's true. And
0: then the uh, the the AFC Championship game the, that was played in 20, uh, 2019 but from the 2018 season. Yeah. And, and the the Patriots, uh, the, the Chiefs forced overtime, a couple of miracle plays. Then it gets to the coin toss, and the Patriots get it. And you're like, well, they're not going to stop them. Yeah. And that was, you know, it just.
1: Uh, Same thing I, with the Packers Seattle NFC Championship game, where the Packers had, or the Seattle had that miracle comeback, but then Mason Crosby kicked it to tie it. it that game also had the feel of. Uh, whoever wins this uh, flip here is whoever probably going to win contest. the game. Get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's and, and that's true.
1: unfortunately what it comes down to sometimes. I just, I just think it, you know, giving up the field goal, if you give up a, a touchdown and overtime, you should, it should probably mean you lose, but I, I I'm with you on the guaranteed possession. It's just, it, it's a game. That's just not designed for a fair overtime, unfortunately. Right. Like it's just, yeah, and here's the th- like,
0: well, I guess it depends on what your definition of fair is,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: like, is 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 college football slash CFL like are are those fair overtimes?
1: I think so. It's just you can't have. Like, I know,
0: I know that the NFL will never do it for a couple of reasons. A, yeah. I don't think the PA would ever allow it. Yeah, the, I don't think the PA would be like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's Sunday, uh, it's a four o'clock game on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have teams go back and back and forth for seven extra possessions. Because we everyone keeps scoring touchdowns, and by the way, one of these two teams plays on Thursday, mm-hmm. like the PA will never allow that. And and hey, good for that. Like I don't begrudge them that. I understand why they don't. And you're right about the gambling aspect as well, the over unders in that one. It wouldn't it wouldn't impact spreads almost at all, but it would definitely impact over unders.
1: Uh, one last thing I want to say about the Houston Texans thing. Um, sure. This one, this two point conversion obviously rubbed a lot of the old school people a of the wrong way because you would go up eight and. and in their mind, they perceive it as, um, well, you know, by going for it, yeah, you win the game. But in this scenario, they've got to get a two-point conversion of their own. So they're thinking, like, four things have to go wrong. You have to give up the touchdown, then the two-point conversion, then lose the toss, and then give up the touchdown, right? So they're thinking, hey, in this scenario, there's four things that got to go wrong. In the other scenario, if you miss it, only three things have to go wrong, right? Because then it has to just be touchdown, flip touchdown yeah. again in overtime and I'm like so from that perspective I kind of get it but let me tell you old school guys about a little thing um that I mean I know a lot of people hear the the word analytics and they think it's just oh the math guys this that stuff's not analytics that stuff is well it is but I mean like it's it's a it's a offshoot of uh, analytics called game theory and anyone who's ever played blackjack knows that you have to keep doing this thing over and over again in order that that slightly increases your percentages of winning and if you do it over a long period of time it will bore out. Will it bore out every time? No, doubling down against a six again in blackjack doesn't work out every single time. Trust me, I know. But over the long run, doubling down against a six will make you more money. You just you have to keep doing it. You can't pick your spots and whatnot. It's just, I'm telling you, if we keep seeing this happen, the teams that do it will start winning more games. I realize the last three times it hasn't worked out, but in NFL games, but it will start working, trust me. Um Packers, Texans, Packers minus three and a half. What do you think, Bill?
2: Uh, Packers? Um, I've had a hard time getting a read on either of these teams. I'll watch one game and think, you know what, they're legit. And then I'll watch another one and think maybe they're not that great. Uh, but I think the, the Packers are a better team, so I don't mind laying a few points with them. Um, Houston is a good one and five and the Packers are a mediocre four and one, but I'm still going with the Packers.
1: If I had said to you, Craig, um, after a, after the Packers took down against the really good defense and kicked a field goal and then a three and out from Tampa and then Aaron Rodgers sliced them up. Uh, looked like he scored his own touchdown, did the Hingle-McCringleberry celebration, ended up being uh, Hingle-McDingleberry on the day, unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers did. Um, and then another three and out from the from the Buccaneers, and Rodgers had the ball up 10 with all the momentum in the world, if you believe in momentum, which I don't, which, by the way, uh, the momentum thing basically was ended in this game. If I had said to you right then and there with Aaron Rodgers under center, hey, Craig, I'll bet you the Aaron I'll bet you the Green Bay Packers don't score another point in this football game. What what kind of odds would you have given me?
0: Uh, very very tiny ones. And I personally lost money because of the Green Bay Packers not scoring another point. (laughs) Yeah, like like what would like what would you? (laughs) So I had the uh, I had the over on fifty and a half. I had a buddy over. We were just in the backyard about my TV. Out. We're just watching the game. And why I had the over on fifty and a half. I had the over on fifty and a half. Mm -hmm. And. They got to 48. The two teams got to 48 with 17 minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the football game. Yeah. So I have the over parlayed with Tampa Bay to cover a, uh, cover the spread,
1: mm-hmm. which is a
0: tiny spread, but whatever. So I'm thinking to myself, well, Tampa Bay is covering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get my over. All right, we're going to cash out. This is going to be great.
1: <laughs> Not a neither, goddamn point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> neither team scores so much as a field goal in the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> so that's a bad one. It was bad. Yeah. It
0: was it was just ugly, ugly, ugly situation. A field
1: goal is all I needed. Yeah, it was weird though when when Rogers had the ball right before the pick six. The in the live betting odds on it weren't even that good for Tampa. It was still only like plus four hundred. Yeah, like you would have thought it would have been way worse because it's like, man, they look. Like I they're think gonna, that you know. I
0: think people understood that. Okay, the Bucks are going to find a way to score their points eventually. Yeah, and yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah. I don't and think anyone
0: expected the pick six and then uh, yeah. the uh, the the next pick right away. Like the yeah the. <sighs> The Packers went from up by 10 to uh, down by 14 in the space of about a minute and a half.
1: Oh yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Packers minus three and a half. Where where are you on this one, Greg?
0: I am going to take the Houston Texans in this game.
1: Really? Okay. I think I'm with Bill. I like the Packers, even though they're getting the three and a half point hook.
0: I just, I just like give me, give me the field goal at home. Like, yeah. I just, I'm, I, I'm getting more than a field goal. I think that, like, and here's the other thing. I think the Texans are scoring some points in this football game.
1: Yeah, the Packers defense is is even they're worse bad. than we're giving it credit. They're thirtieth in DVOA. They're 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 worse than, and they, they have are not played good teams. Bad defense. Yeah.
0: They're legitimately bad defense. They they got like. Uh, A, they got gashed on the ground, and B, like, did I? I don't know if if any of the Packers, like, did did, did Smith or any of the Packers' main pass rushers, like, even get close
1: to Tom Brady? Didn't feel like it. And, like Tom Brady it had like, it in it felt neutral. Like that really
0: didn't happen very often, if at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, one of the reasons you didn't make your bet was Tom Brady had it in neutral. They were just giving it to Ronald Jones, and Jones was slicing him up for six yards to carry. If if uh, if it weren't for that. Uh, that Clyde edwards hilaire performance on Monday Night against the Bills, I think he would average the most yards per carry. Uh, uh, Ronald Jones did. Yeah, that's another
0: interesting one. Andy Reid has interesting things to say about that. We'll talk about that when we get to the Chiefs, but uh, yes, yes. yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I'm still annoyed at Tampa Bay for not giving getting at least a field goal.
1: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I think I go with the Packers in this one. But it's not uh, We mentioned the Steelers Titans is we already declared that the marquee matchup. All right, four games. In- at four o'clock this week, you guys, way to go, NFL! You finally did it.
0: Um, well, I don't know if you guys heard on on Red Zone this week when Scott Hansen was. Uh, uh, I turned Red Zone off
1: because why? With two games.
0: No, I, I, but he, uh, here's what happened. Well, I just, I just do it because like, well, I'd rather watch like, you know, stat blasts and commercials. So, Fair, uh, yeah. but what, what he did during the one o'clock games was there was like, you know, a bunch of scoring opportunities at the same time. They're quad box and everyone's on the two yard line. He's like, this is what happens. We have nine games in the early window. So like, <laughs> oh, that Scott Hansen shade was coming and yeah. there it
1: was. Yeah. Just, no. Um, next up the Seattle Seahawks are heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. The Cardinals, um, coming off that uh, very impressive Monday night victory. Uh, this get line opened up at Seahawks minus four, and it's now Seahawks minus three and a half. Hawks getting the three and a half point bump. Um, I love the Seahawks here. This is such a trap game for the Cardinals. I know they're on the road. Seahawks are the better team. Cardinals weren't even as good as they looked on Monday night, I don't think, as we mentioned. Kyler Murray, the um, you know the stats were sort of good, but the performance wasn't exactly there against a really bad Cowboys team. But uh, yeah, I, I, Seahawks coming off a bye, Cardinals short week. I, I, I think the Seahawks. I think it's a good spot with the Seahawks, even though they're getting the the, the hook uh, on the, uh, the road there. Uh, what do you think, Billy? Seahawks. Uh, I
2: don't like like. I, I just don't think Arizona is is that good, and it, Seahawks have been playing quite well. They're going to give up some points. I think we'll see some points. What, what do you got for an over under here? Like low fifties,
1: fifty six actually. Oh, yeah, nice it's one. A high
2: one. I see some points. So, so give me Russell Wilson in this um, over Kyler Murray for sure. Hmm.
1: Um, the three high lines this week. We mentioned Falcons. We mentioned this one. Or we mentioned Falcons Lions. We mentioned this one, and uh, the one we just talked about Packers Texans fifty six and a half highest line of the week.
0: I actually kind of like the under in this game. Just because 56 just feels uh mm. just feels a little bloated. Uh, speaking of things I like in this game, give me the Cardinals. Oh, I just really? I think this is close. I think it's close. I and uh, getting more than a field goal at the home team. Um, I, I think that the Cardinals defense is going to be used to playing. Uh, the Cardinals offense rather is going to be used to be playing a very bad defense. Mm. So they're going to be right at home. Uh, I just uh, give me, give me, the give me the Cardinals to uh, uh, to keep it close, make it a tight divisional game, and if I'm getting if I can get more than a field goal, I'll take it. So give me, give me Arizona.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, Craig. I think they're just setting you up with that Cardinals line there. I, I, I just, yeah, because like just the Cardinals haven't looked great, and they weren't honestly, they weren't even that great against <laughs> against the Cowboys. It was just the no fucking way game for the Cowboys. So I just, uh, I don't But know. I
0: get. Three points with the home team. Like mm-hmm. I know Seattle's good. I just think and, and and look, they're 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 better than Arizona. I just I, I just don't know if I want to give away a field goal in this situation in a game where over the years, even when the Cardinals are worse than this, these games have have traditionally been tight between these mm-hmm. two teams. Um, uh, like you have you have two top ten teams in DVOA here, mm-hmm. and you're getting a field goal at home with one of them.
1: Yeah, crazy.
0: I, 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 you know what I mean? I just, I just, I, I'll, I'll take the fuel goal.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be on the Seahawks, and I think they're gonna be one of my yeah. five. But uh, I, so I respectfully disagree. Um, sure. Next one, Cardinals here.
0: defense, by the way, ninth in DVOA. I did not see that coming.
1: Yeah, pure madness. Um, it probably got boosted a little bit by that by all those turnovers. That's again, true. When you get to this,
0: play Andy Dalton instead of Dak Prescott and the system is adjusting for the Dak Prescott offense, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair yeah. to say that perhaps that's a, that's a false ninth is, is reasonable.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, we'll see how they do against the Seahawks, obviously. Um, next up, here's an easy line. This should all be in one of our, uh, this This should all be one of our fives this week. The San Francisco 49ers are heading to New England to take on the Patriots. The Patriots minus two. Are you kidding me? I um, do not
0: for the life of me understand this line.
1: Don't get it either. Um, Patriots this minus two. Be-
0: there should be four and a half.
1: Yeah. Patriots minus two. What do you think, Bill? It was uh, two sorry, before you go, Bill, it was two and a half, and it has been bet down to minus two. So the public, I don't know what they're doing here. Go ahead, Billy.
2: God, yeah, I think I gotta take new wing.
1: Yes, I'll (laughs) I'll, I'll take. Yeah,
2: (laughs) like I think New England's going to be able to scheme. I think San Fran's a better team, but New England just has Belichick and it makes me think he can win this game just from out strategizing.
1: Bill Belichick is not losing a game at home to Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you that right now. That is that is not occurring.
0: They just lost at home against the uh, Denver Bronco team. I know, a bunch of-
1: but you know there was a bunch of nonsense. The Patriots haven't had time to practice. They 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 had the weird COVID thing that now I f- shamefully bet the uh, uh, I I had that that Patriots minus nine and a half. The Sharps all got off of that right before that game started, and I was like, ah, crap, and it was too late for me to get my money back. So I knew I was kind of – obviously they saw something and got their money out, and I wasn't able to get my money out fast enough, so sale la for me. But, um, and, but, like, that was a weird game. Nobody actually scored a flipping touchdown in that game, I don't think, and it was just like you're not going to beat the Patriots not scoring touchdowns too often. Flute game –
0: uh not here's like, how not often you will not beat the patriots without scoring a touchdown yeah is that, that has never happened to bill belichick before and he's not allowed a touchdown many many times his career I the exact number yeah. but the broncos were the first team to beat a bill belichick coach team mm-hmm. remember this guy's coached in the nfl for 20 years as a head coach first team to beat a bill belichick coach head team without scoring a touchdown
1: yeah never like that's never gonna happen again just a total fluke game cam you know like didn't really get to practice with the COVID. They were in and out of the facility with the COVID thing. It just, it ended up being just a weird, weird thing.
0: The one thing that should scare you though, I yeah. think if you're the
1: Patriots, mm-hmm.
0: Philip Lindsay had a hundred yards in the ground and it looked, and the Broncos didn't have to work particularly hard to get it. True. Kyle, like I know they're not going to have Mostert, mm-hmm. but what are the 49ers going to be able to do on the ground mm-hmm. against the Patriots? Yeah. I'm still taking the Pats in this game, to be clear. This line is way too low. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be what I watched in, in, in this game, is how effective can the Niners be on the ground?
1: Yeah, I, I just think the Pats get back to looking pretty good here. But uh, if they look bad this week uh, against this team, who oh boy. I'm going I'm to start thinking a little weird. New England minus 22 in DVOA. My God. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Patriots for sure. Uh, Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs head into Denver to take on your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos. Chiefs minus 9.5 short week for uh, them-ish with the early Monday night game. Uh, Chiefs minus 9.5 against your boys. How do you feel?
0: Kind of feel like they're going to be able to cover the 9.5, to be honest.
1: Oh, interesting. You're feeling Uh, yourself after the the Broncos. uh, If if,
0: if they're able to be that effective on the ground
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and – there's reason to believe that uh, that's, that's sort of the way the offense is designed things on those. They're going to be that effective on the ground. They're going to be able to keep it closer than, a, than a, nine, a nine and a half, I would say, at home. So, yeah, I think that Denver should be able to cover this spread. Um, yeah, I think that I would, uh, I would take Denver in this situation.
1: I don't know. You can't, you can't beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. No
0: but here's, we're not talking about beating the chiefs though mm-hmm. we're talking about do how, how many how many points are you going to lose by And <laughs> if, they, if, if they can if they can continue to see Philip Lindsay averaging four plus yards per carry like he did against the Patriots if that's something that continues to happen, the Broncos are going to be in a nice spot because not only is that going to mean that they're moving the ball a little bit, but it means that perhaps instead of getting eight possessions, the Chiefs' offense gets seven possessions, and that can be the difference in whether you're covering the nine and a half or not.
1: That's true. Uh, I don't Chiefs think touchdown on all seven. Yeah. Chiefs minus no. nine and a half. How do you feel, Bill?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I got to take the Chiefs here. Um, I, I, I understand where you come from. The De- Denver has a way of slowing down the game a little bit, keeping it on the ground. It's it's, it's not going to be explosive. Uh, they'll be able to contain the Chiefs a little bit. Um, but I still like the Chiefs to get maybe one to two long plays, which obviously going to convert some points there. Uh, I think I'd take the Chiefs here.
0: Um, one thing I will say, Denver started 0-3. Mm-hmm. There are three losses, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay.
1: Good team. It was
0: some pretty those are some pretty good football teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. now I don't I I would be very, very surprised if the Broncos won this game. I just think they might be able to drain enough clock and slow this game down enough because that's what you should be doing against Kansas City is trying to limit the number of home, number of times Mahomes has the ball. I think they should be able to do that enough that the Chiefs don't win this by double digits. It's yeah, a tough uh, schedule for the Broncos. What,
2: sorry? It's a tough schedule for the Broncos.
0: Yeah, it's a very tough schedule for the Broncos, and it doesn't, it does not get better. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs uh, gets a little bit better when you got uh, the Chargers in Atlanta, then you got Vegas, Miami, the Saints, Chiefs again, Carolina, Buffalo, Chargers, like it's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, its 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 not the best, plus they had their, like, they didn't even get a real bye week because they were p- prepared to play a football game on the Sunday, and then the league said, well, you're not playing anymore, and just, That's it's true. been a bit of a massive season, of course, the one thing I will say about Kansas City is there's a lot to admire, of course, about uh, the way that Andy Reid designs an offense. There's tons to admire about that. But the game that they had on Monday where the Bills were just insistent, we're playing two high safeties, we're playing two high safeties, we're playing two high safeties. And Andy Reid's response was, oh, okay.
1: They're just cool, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're going to run out every time. Oh, yeah. We're, we're averaging eight yards a carry. Yeah. We're a new
1: yeah.
0: Like, you know, like. You, the, the, like if if, if they're going to be able to do that again whenever teams play too high safeties, it's going to get ugly fast.
1: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, this will be the debut of Lady On Bell. On the Chiefs this week, too. So, like, Clyde Edwards. I'm curious to
0: see how, how involved he might be in the game plan.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is the week necessarily, but next week against the Jets in the, I guess, the Le'Veon Bell revenge game, that might be a good one for him to get me in. The end zone, yeah, I don't
0: Does it count as a pass Le'Veon Bell revenge? Like, uh, like, is Andy Reid going to, like, let Bell play quarterback for yeah, a quarter? Man. Like, oh, I'm curious to see how that goes. But we'll, well, well, I don't
1: know. think, I, I think they'll try to get him in the end zone on the screen pass at the very least. Just, oh, as, yeah. a, as, just as an FU to Gase, right? Uh, anyway, moving on, because we're already running long. Uh, the Jaguars head to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Chargers and Justin Herbert coming off a uh, uh, bye week. Chargers minus eight. How do you feel about this one, Billy?
2: Um, give me the points. Um, I, think so I, I don't think either of these teams are particularly good, so what, there's no reason I need to lay that many with uh, the oh. Chargers. Well, oh, actually, like,
1: so. I'm I'm thinking, because I think the public's going to be all over the Jaguars. I think this might be a chance for the Chargers. I I, I like the Chargers side of, of, of this, even even with the minus eight. But I will say this. Historically, this has been a spot where, even during the, the glory years of Phillip Rivers, where the Chargers would give you a, a bed-shitting performance and win the game by like three or something like that. You know, it would be... Just classic them. but uh, We'll see how
0: the Justin Herbert era goes. Yeah,
1: I like the Chargers side of this, but it's certainly not going to be one of my five. I got, I got far better. Uh, I think about seven games I would rather play than this one. Uh, how about you, though, Craig? Chargers minus eight?
0: Chargers minus eight. I am going to suggest that the Chargers are the way to go. Coming off the bye, should be a little bit healthier. Uh, I think that the, the Chargers are the team that I'd want. Give me the Chargers. I think so, too. Uh,
1: Sunday Nighters should be a pretty good one on paper. Um, Vegas predicting a little bit of a shootout, 52.5 on the over. The Bucks are heading to Las Vegas. They take on the Raiders. Bucs minus 3.5. Uh, this is the number one team in DVOA in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, going up against the 21st team in DVOA, the Las Vegas Raiders, 31st in defensive rankings, is the Raiders. The only team that is worse, the Jacksonville Jaguars, according to the math guys. That said, number six offense uh, is the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Um, I think the Bucks are the right side of this just because the Bucs have the, have the better defense. But uh, I, I can see this being a bit of a letdown spot for the Bucs. But I... I just can't see that defense and the way that offense is on against uh, the, the, the poor defense of the Raiders. I just I think the Bucks are the right side, even though they're on the road. What do you think, Craig?
0: Let me tell you something, man. Look at the way Tom Brady's carving up this terrible Raiders defense. He is a Hall of Fame football player. That man is a quarterback.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's going to be thinking it. You yeah. may not say it out
1: loud. No. Uh, <laughs>
0: I could just see him, like, at some point in this game, like, Brady's going to, like, you know, hit this, like, you know, slant to Godwin. Godwin's going to go 40 yards to the house, and mm. Gurus just gonna be like, man, it was way more fun, not as lucrative, but way more fun when I was up in the broadcast booth. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was cool when I could just, like, talk about how great Tom Brady was without me being invested.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah
0: no, give me Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. I though like I don't think we're good. I think the Raiders are, and they're coming off a bye too, so the Raiders have had a little bit of time to get ready for this one. But I, I so I think Gruden will have some scheme, some stuff schemed up. I bet they score, which is why it's fifty-two and a half. I'll, I'll bet this is a little bit of a shootout. But uh, like as far as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense will all allow for a shootout. But uh, yeah, I th- I, th- I think the Bucks on uh, the side. Billy, uh, Bucks minus three and a half uh, in Las Vegas. What do you think? Bucks
2: i i think that's i'm excited for this game though i think this one could be a fun one um, it's gonna
0: be a nice sunday nighter i kind of like this yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but i think the bucks will end up winning so give me the
0: bucks all things being equal of course i'd rather see Steelers titans in this slot but this is good True.
1: yeah this is yeah this is not a bad we've had some bad sunday nighters the last few nights like last week was uh rams Niners. Rams, so was wasn't that wasn't that entertaining week before that viking seahawks while being entertaining was uh
0: well, is like the fourth quarter was pretty fun, but other yeah,
1: oh yeah. Uh, yeah, leading up to that, it was it, it wasn't, in there, and there was a really good, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I just think the, I mean the Raiders already had their upset victory against the Chiefs, so who knows? Maybe they maybe they find a way with a week pre- prepared to clip the box, but I just think the box on the right side. Uh, last but certainly not least, uh, the Chicago Bears, the aforementioned lucky as heck Chicago Bears. 5-1, leading the NFC North. Uh, head into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams are minus 6. This is an easy one. Billy, who you got? This is the second easiest six. one of the week, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, Rams are a better team. Yeah. Are they 6 points better at home? Yes. Yes, they are.
1: Give me yeah, the Rams. I agree. And I'll say this. I'm going to give... This line opened up at minus 5, and I don't know why. People are... I think the public came in and bet the Bears they are like, what are you doing? It's a 5-1 and one team. You can't give a 5-1 and one team 5 points. Yes, you can. Uh, I'm, I, so I will offer this to you guys if you want it. The Rams minus 5. Uh, currently, it's minus 6, though. How do you feel about it, uh, Craig?
0: I think it's a stay away from me, and I'll tell you why.
1: Oh, wow. You just think the Bears have the mojo? This is my guess. Do you think the Bears just have the mojo?
0: No, I think that, remember the year when the Rams are that high-powered offense, they were scoring points all over the place. Mm-hmm. The Bears went into Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and they just shut that offense down. And it was an ugly, ugly. it was a night game. Mm-hmm. It was an ugly performance for the Rams offense. I, I just would be worried about seeing a repeat of that And maybe the Rams still win the game. I just think it might be a situation where it gets sloppy. So I think that I would... uh, I'm I'm not super excited about betting on this game. I, I would rather have the Rams if I'm picking. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I I, just keep getting burned by the Bears, man. I don't know if I can do it anymore.
1: Fair. I have the Rams minus five, and I think it was one of the easiest picks. Them and the Patriots, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, but, yeah, the, the, those two are easily going to be one of my fives. Uh, that said, why don't we go ahead uh, and give our five picks. Billy, uh, you and me uh, did really well last week, but why don't you uh, kick it off?
2: I will do just that. Give me the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers,
1: the Seahawks. Oh, Billy, in love with the half-point hook right now.
2: And give me the
0: Eagles on Thursday.
1: Ooh, all favorites from Billy. I love it. Uh, Craig, who you got?
0: Well, I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, give me the Panthers. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, give me the Cardinals. And Tampa Bay.
1: And Tampa Bay minus three and a half. Um, I was all excited because I th- think initially uh when i had written down these picks you guys this was going to be the first time in the history of us doing this that i was going to take all favorites in one week uh fortunately for me uh, i guess on one end but unfortunately that i didn't get to do that um one of those lines has shifted enough that i am no longer taking all favorites um because initially i had Pitt, Pittsburgh minus two written down but i am taking Pittsburgh plus the one as they are right now give me the Steelers. Uh, I'm taking Seattle, minus three and a half, so Billy and I are going against uh, Craig there. Um, I'm taking New England, I'm taking the Rams, and I'm taking Buffalo. I'm laying the 13 with Buffalo. Those are I I, I, The last one in for me was Buffalo or Carolina, and Buffalo narrowly edged Carolina for me. uh, I, that, that was what my last pick was between. So I, I had at least think. Uh, so that is it for week seven crossover podcast. We'll be the crossover podcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're also on Google play, Spotify, and stitcher. Check us out on those platforms. And that is it for this week on the crossover podcast. We'll be back next week to break down week seven and talk about week eight. And it won't be too long before we start doing stuff on the other side, because the Mandalorian is right around the corner. You guys, in fact, they had a promo for it on Monday night during that Cowboys game. That uh, was probably actually more entertaining than, it was the
0: coolest part of the game. Yeah, maybe
1: that's maybe that's maybe that's why the Cowboys were playing so bad. Maybe they, they, they were just upset that they had to wait to see the, uh, yeah, the what, Mandalorian what, what, trailer. The
0: Mandalorian. Oh yeah, there's a scene where Baby Yoda like uses the Force power to shoot a bunch of guys. Like, yeah. yeah, come on, man,
1: something we're all interested in. Yeah, it was it was pretty dope. It's nice to be excited about Star Wars again. It's been a while for me. It's been a long while since I've been excited about Star Wars, but it's good. Anyway, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, uh, it's fun to do this with you guys, and I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week and break down this. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next week in the Crossover Podcast.